The following is a White Roof Radio Motoring File Special Audio presentation. Interview with Mike Payton, Chief Motor, Mini USA. Gabe from Motorfile, and I'm, I'm here with the Chief Motor, and I think this is this is uh, one of the very first conversations that you've had with with folks. And For sure, a little bit of your coming out party, if you will. Yeah, I'd like to think it's your coming out party to the enthusiast crowd uh, of Motorfile. I, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I guess you know, there's there's a lot that that I'd love to cover, but I, I'd really first love to talk about the brand. Okay, and, and I do, I know there's been. Um, when we when we go back to 2001 2002, there's so many many owners that are still many owners, or or sort of once many owners, always many fans that remember those years as as just amazing from not just a product standpoint, but from a marketing standpoint. Yeah, and the the brand has has shifted and evolved since then. Um, and there's been a lot of talk around, you know, where it's headed. And I'm curious yeah. to know from your uh, crystal ball and and what you see ahead of us. What's what's in front of the mini brand in the in the U.S.? Yeah, well, well, U.S. and globally, because I think uh, same statements you're making are that the brand is also trying to uh, shift, evolve, continue to be relevant from a global perspective. But then, definitely in the in the U.S., it's um, you know it's definitely a different industry here than mm-hmm. almost anywhere else in the world. And so, as a brand, it's I think it's causing us to to look at what the new opportunities are, mm-hmm. uh, look at what has made us successful in the past. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think what, what we've heard a lot, certainly what I've heard a lot, is um, uh, you mentioned you know back in 2002, people would think about Mini and it was everything from, you know I love my Mini and I love customizing my Mini mm-hmm. to things about the brand where we were always known for guerrilla marketing mm-hmm. and all these different tactics. Cars on, to, tops of, on top of SUVs. Ev- everything, exactly. Yeah. And and I think, uh, I certainly believe this, and I know globally with Vern Korber, our new uh, global head, mm-hmm. we've got we've to get back to that and kind of re-embrace the, mm-hmm. the cool, fun, sometimes quirky mm-hmm. aspects of the brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think we got to a point where we got a little... Uh, a little too focused on the creative class, a little too mm-hmm. focused on, um, I, I don't know. Some, some people could say we maybe got a little uptight. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think that's a really important part now is mm-hmm. we got to get back to the fun part of the brand. we got to get back to the, the go-kart handling, mm-hmm. all the things that people have you know, come to love mm-hmm. and, and what they expect from many. How do you see that in, in, in correlation to the way the automotive industry is changing? You know, we've got... Um, autonomy starting to kind of seep into the yeah. automotive landscape. Obviously, electrification, which many a part of, um, and and the, the the immense growth of SUVs. Yeah, yeah. So it's I think it's interesting that at the core, and then this is the one thing that that I have really been you know talking about our team a lot is we got to stop thinking like a small car brand mm-hmm. and think more like Mini, and. That's the thing when you think about what has made us successful, why people have been drawn to Mini. Um, it's been that fun to drive aspect, you know, all those things, and, and just just their passion, you know, for the brand, the passion mm-hmm. we have for the brand, and that I think we need to get back to to kind of differentiate ourselves. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, yes, we're in a truck and SUV market in the U.S. Um, we're not competing against the guy that wants to tow his his you know trailer with the F series. Yeah. We're not competing against the family that's buying the suburban and all their kids and all the sporting equipment. 
what we're we're focused on is the people that they want to have fun, mm-hmm. they want something that's differentiated in the market, uh, and they also want something that they can, you know, that that's familiar to them mm-hmm. on on what they can expect from the brand. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that is still what we need to use as our different differentiating point in the market mm-hmm. is that. Um, we are all about, you know, you, you get into a mini, anybody that's, that's, you know, driven any of the minis, you just, you get in there, it puts a smile on your face. It feels, it feels substantial. It's got that, 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 that premium feel. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of those elements that, um, that, that still is what we need to, to how, do you, how do you see new, new product really kind of fulfilling that? Uh, we got to make sure we're relevant in the marketplace for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, with many, particularly in the U.S., we we are looking at a path that's focused on electrification mm-hmm. and, and what that looks like. Uh, the other avenue is definitely with internal combustion. We need to make sure that we're still relevant in that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, uniquely, it's it's certainly been one of those statements we've made, particularly for the U.S. market, that we do feel we need both, you know, I, for the foreseeable future. Yeah, and I think that's one thing that caught folks off guard. I don't know if it was a misquote, but. Um, a year or so ago, and at the time, I, th- I think it was the the board member who was Schwarzenbauer. Yes, we were going to be the all electric brand. Exactly, you know yeah. what I'm talking about. And that freaked a lot of people out. Yeah. Um, and I think you know, at at one point, it was certainly making a statement that, hey, um, there's a, there's a place for electrification with Mini, mm-hmm. and I think that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you know, with the new Mini Electric that's coming out, the Mini SE. I do think there's there's some people look at that and say, well, uh, you know, are you guys are you guys late to the market with mm-hmm. that? And I don't think that's necessarily the case because mm-hmm. I think what it is is we were really trying to determine, you know, a lot of people think about EVs, mm-hmm. and EVs aren't necessarily always known to be sexy mm-hmm. and fun, and you know, sometimes they're a bit more practical. And I think we needed to make sure that we found the right mix because the cool thing about the Mini SC is that. It's a mini. Yeah. It looks like a mini. Mm-hmm. It drives like a mini. And uh, I think now that we've kind of found that, hey, you know what? Mini can fit well with electrification. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely a path we're looking at to kind of mm-hmm. develop that in the future. We've had the P-Head Countryman. Mm-hmm. Now we've got the, the Cooper SE. Uh, but at the same time, we also know that those people, particularly in the U.S., we got a lot of geography in this country. Right. And, and there's still that desire for an internal combustion that's just the, the the feel the sound yeah. uh and then when you start looking at electrification there's still that that a bit of an unknown with some of the consumers mm-hmm. to, before it really is a significant portion of, of the market yeah and it depends on the type of use you're getting out of the car as Absolutely. well you know i think that the right now the you it, it's a great combination of of range performance and price but for folks who are looking at a single car who may need to want yeah, to go away for the It's their only vehicle, right? Yeah, right. obviously it's a little bit more of a difficult sell in the United States. Well, but things like that are interesting then about, you know, how does, how does Mini help you play in a space where you have flexibility on what vehicles are available to you? Mm-hmm. And, uh, there's all kind of different uh, changes in the automotive industry mm-hmm. on people that are sharing vehicles that have you know flexibility and purchase options and, mm-hmm. and those are things we're looking at too to yeah sure relevant yeah i was going to ask about that I, I know that there's been some some dabbling in the marketplace bmw has, yeah. has done yeah. that of course is that something that many is, is seriously looking at i think we're i think we need to look at it just to make sure again that we're relevant mm-hmm. because um 
there's definitely customers out there. Uh, BMW certainly seen it with the, the old Access by BMW program. Mm-hmm. Um, there are people that are are looking at uh, EVs, like through our our Urban X uh, Association mm-hmm. uh, of funding different startups. One of them's been Borrow, and they're a, they're a company based out of LA, mm-hmm. and they're essentially doing three, six, and nine month leases of uh, off lease EVs, mm. which includes uh, some i threes, and they have some Teslas. You know, it's kind of a uh, smorgasbord of different mm-hmm. products. But there's people that say, hey, I've got a particular need or I'm going somewhere for a certain period of time or I'm a student and I'm going to school in this area and I want a certain vehicle or access mm-hmm. to a certain vehicle. So I think that's interesting. And then another concept we, we will be uh, researching a bit is, you know, what if you as a mini owner wanted to have the capability and technology to, to share your mini with your friends, mm-hmm. right? And they can go take their phone and unlock mm-hmm. your car and it's all you know kind of scheduled where all your friends can access yeah. so that's kind of interesting too yeah now, now it really promotes some of that community aspect of the brand as mm-hmm. well so those those are definitely things that are on our radar to see mm-hmm. what does it look like how does it work here and how is that uh, a place for us to kind of expand mm-hmm. relevance with more with more people so i want to pivot a little bit into products that you are selling now or about to sell yep. um, and thinking about bookends of, of the portfolio because for the longest time we've had uh, no electric car, we've had no high performance car. That's about to change. Yeah. Um, what do you expect? It has changed. It has changed. <laughs> well, and that's true because I just got out of the 301 horsepower Countryman JCW and yeah. Club and JCW. Let's start there. Yeah. What do those two cars do for me? So I think um, when, you, when you take JCW, and it, it's been interesting in the last, I don't know, couple, three years, um, you know, John Cooper, just the whole aspect of, of that aspect of the brand mm-hmm. has always been, been, been known for the kind of the performance and those the unique handling characteristics. Mm-hmm. And I think we got to a point where um, we were competitive in mm-hmm. the marketplace. But, and it still put, you know, a, a decent smile on people's faces. But I think there was that thing about saying, you know what, I have a certain expectation of, of JCW vehicles, mm-hmm. and I'm not quite sure we were exactly where we needed to be on some of the mm-hmm. products. Clubman was probably one that comes to, you know, comes to mind for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And so now, right, you, you look at some of this product, and, and I think that what we were saying is we've got to find a way to to bring back um, what people are expecting out of, of JCW. Mm-hmm. We gotta bring back that that overall performance. We've gotta make sure the horsepower, mm-hmm. the, what it sounds like, mm-hmm. you know, is important. And so now you have the, the two new JCWs, you've got the new GP, which will be kind of the most, probably the most extreme mini we've ever built. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that'll be coming out shortly with similar power plant in it, mm-hmm. which is just insane in that package. Mm-hmm. Um, because Mini is all about fun to drive, mm-hmm. right? Mini is about that that passion for driving, and I think these products help put it back in. So mm-hmm. some of the products and maybe the last couple of years, um, I'm not sure they were quite on the sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Does that say anything about where Mini is headed from a performance standpoint in the future? I think it, it's definitely saying that we always need to to really promote and develop the, the two aspects of our brand. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is JCW, 
and that is definitely the the more uh, true performance, you know, higher performance aspect of the brand. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, you know, racing's in our blood and in our in our lineage, right? Mm-hmm. And but then there's the other part where where it still has to be fun, right? Mm-hmm. It's the advantage of having a bit of a smaller package and and lighter weights and things like that. That uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, 400 horsepower to be right. a lot of fun, right? And so uh, I think what you'll find is we will continue to you know, ensure we're, we're making sure the performance is what people are expecting yeah. uh, throughout the entire portfolio. Well, expectations so. have been, have been raised. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's for sure. Exactly. Again, coming out of those cars, they're, um, they're decidedly faster than what was, what was on the, yeah. on the loss before. And you know, I think that one of the things that is, gosh, you know, our, our readers are always talking about is, is of course, is mini moving away from the hatch is mini, uh, getting too large, et cetera. And I know that you yeah. talked about many is about fun, but so, you know, the hatch, I think is, is in a lot of ways, the epicenter of the brand for a lot of folks out there. Yeah. Yeah. What do you say to folks who feel like you're moving away from the core product? So I, I definitely would say that we are, we're still very squarely focused on what brought a lot of people to Mini. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, I mean, a lot of our dealers have, have uh, made the same comment that I think over the last couple of years, we were very um, countrymen for everyone, right? And mm-hmm. there were a lot of uh, a lot of our dealers, we've heard from customers who kind of called out, it's like, well, hey, you know, what about the convertible? And what about the hatch? Yeah. And aren't those the things that kind of really made Mini Mini? Mm-hmm. And that's very true. So mm-hmm. uh, I think what you'll find... Um, you know, we just launched this kind of new brand platform, if you will, you know, mm-hmm. for the drive. It's very much focused on the entire portfolio because I think what we felt is we were really leaning into um, more so maybe what the segments, you know, within the market are are leaning towards yeah. you know, more of the yeah. SAVs and yeah. such. And so that's that's the countryman message. Mm-hmm. But I think what we're also finding now too is we've got to get back to hey, people love the hatch. Yeah. Um, People like Floodman, you know, they, it's, it's everything in the portfolio. We need to let people know that, Hey, this is mini. We have a, an incredible offering mm-hmm. and will we ever, you know, go away from the hatch and such? No, uh, some of the things that are maybe on our minds, a lot of people ask the questions, you know, on one end of the spectrum, it's like, well, will mini ever get bigger? Mm-hmm. And I think it's an interesting question. That's my next question, by the way. Right. <laughs> I think it's an interesting question because in the U S market, you can't ignore that, you know, that is definitely where the taste of the consumers are going. So now the question is, well, how, how big can a mini ever get? Mm-hmm. And so it is, is an interesting question. So mm-hmm. that's one end of our spectrum. So I guess my best answer to that would be, we always got to make sure we're, we're relevant as a brand, mm-hmm. particularly what consumer tastes are, what their desires are. But it absolutely has to deliver upon the brand attributes. Mm-hmm. You could make that argument from a, a Porsche, you know, for sure. instance, sure. right? Some of their top-selling vehicles now are what they've you know expanded beyond what their core mm-hmm. was, but they're still very much focused on their core. Mm-hmm. At the other end of the spectrum, we've had a lot of feedback from people saying, you know, would, would you guys ever bring back? You know, think of some of the classic meanings. They're like, would you ever bring that back? Mm-hmm. I think that's an interesting question as well. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's something we're considering too. Mm-hmm. Now, if you just said, 
well, wait a minute, if we look at the U.S. market, doesn't that seem counterintuitive? Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, here's here's X percent of the car market now, and it's, you know, 70 plus percent on mm-hmm. a truck and SUV. And again, if we were thinking like a small car brand, that might be more of a challenge. Mm-hmm. But if we get back to thinking like mini, and that, you know what? How many people can walk by some of the classic minis or some of the, mm-hmm. the classic convertibles, and they look at that and they're like... How cool is that? And mm-hmm. I would, I would take that for a drive in a second. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because it's cool. Mm-hmm. It's because it's fun. It doesn't have to be practical. Right. And I think those are the aspects of the brand we have to get back to. Is like, we we are that fun to drive brand. We are that customizable brand mm-hmm. that helps you make this product your own. Mm-hmm. And and the fact, particularly in the U.S., we're eighty, you know, eighty three percent of our owners were the, it's the thir- they have three or four vehicles in the household. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that really accentuates that. Kind of yeah, some you. people were their yeah. primary vehicle. A lot of people were not. Yeah. And I think that continues to be where we've got to differentiate ourselves. That it's like we don't have to be the answer to everything. We just yeah. have to be the answer to being mini, being fun, and and delivering upon all those things that people have expected. From yeah, us. that's that's really interesting. My head is kind of thinking about all the uh, previous uh, minis that I'd love to see brought back. Yeah. Um, that's. So I th- it sounds like excitement and sort of passion is, is in your mind, really key to the future of the brand and yeah. leaning into that. I think it's been, partic- just in my time, I mean, I, I've certainly got maybe a different mindset coming mm-hmm. into the to the role. My, my wife used to be uh, a mini owner, so mm-hmm. we, we've had minis in the family before. Uh, I think Bern Korber, who's, the, again, the, the global head of mini now, mm-hmm. he was there when mini came on board with, with BMW. And, you know, mm-hmm. he's now back as the head of Mini. So I think he's seen what it was. Yeah. Uh, he's seen kind of current state. And, and he and I are very much aligned in our thinking that um, we've got a, it's a bit of a back to the future. Yeah. Okay. You know? Now, you, now your, your background is, is pretty interesting. You, you've had time at Harley. Yeah. For a while. Yeah. How does that relate to what you're doing now is, is there anything that you find similar yeah so so when i when i first came on board with bmw uh, i came on board uh, bmw motor mm-hmm. right so our motorcycle division uh and the, the reason i got into that was <coughs> bmw came to me when i was working for harley and so i was with harley for 10 years mm-hmm. and i can't tell you how many people have come to me and said you know mike there's an incredible amount of similarities between motorcycles and and kind of the power sports industry mm-hmm. and mini mm-hmm. not necessarily automotive but mini mm-hmm. and i'm like okay interesting you know what so what what makes you say that mm-hmm. and and a lot of it is the 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 lifestyle aspect again where there's a lot of people that just they love their minis they love the community aspect of owning a mini um the mini wave mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know it's just all all those things and when you do think about uh, the motorcycling community, they're much more tight-knit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it definitely is more of that, that community feel. They like customizing their products. Mm-hmm. And so when you compare that to maybe, I'll call it traditional automotive, uh, I definitely think that there is more of that that casual, comfortable feel, mm-hmm. you know, with mini and motorcycles. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so it's interesting. Um, we've had discussions of, some motorrad dealers interested mm-hmm. in mini or vice versa. That's and, interesting. Uh, they'll probably see some of those uh, sometime in the future. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's that's the biggest thing for me. It's like it's just really a, it's a lifestyle and community aspect. 
that you don't necessarily see that. There there are maybe, I don't know, a couple other automotive brands that I think that would come to mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could say that about, but in general, you know, you're not going to get a bunch of F-Series owners that yeah. are all getting together on the weekend and comparing their trucks. And it's yeah. just, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, but it's very common for many, and and people want to they want to have that aspect of engaging with other owners. What role? And I want to kind of pivot back to something you said earlier about dealers. Yeah, um, because I know that there's been some. I think the the the, the terms optimization of, of the dealer network a little yeah. bit over the past uh, twelve months or so. Um, how how do you see that changing, and what role do you see dealers having in sort of this new voice of many? Yeah, I mean, I, dealers will continue to be the, you know, the the epicenter of delivering the customer experience mm-hmm. for sure. I mean, they're they're the front line. Uh, mm-hmm. Most people aren't directly interacting with with corporate mini that you know they're interacting with our dealers. So you know, particularly in the U.S., uh, just because we we have a you know fairly sizable network, uh, we need to make sure that you know we've looked at customer travel distances and convenience and how far are people willing to go to service their mini or to buy a mini or mm-hmm. things like that. And so um, I would think in some cases, you know, similar to any dealer network, there's some dealers that are incredibly passionate about the brand. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they're very well engaged with the customers. They, they service the markets very well. At the other end of the spectrum, there's some dealers who uh, for whatever reason, just we need to improve their overall performance. Uh, and in other cases, we may have maybe too many dealers in an area. Um, and, you know, dealers obviously have to be sustainable. Mm-hmm. We, we don't want to have a dealer here and then they're not there mm-hmm. and then somebody's over there. It, they got to have a sustainable you know, business. And yeah. so the more we uh, you know, look at the makeup of, of the country overall, one, we got to make sure they're convenient to where the customers are. Uh, but two, we got to make sure that the you know the way they're structuring their business, that the, the business is enough that it's sustainable. We do have those ups and downs in the economy and things like that. Yeah. What's the? And I know we're at time, so last last question. What are you most excited about in the next, let's say, twelve months, eighteen months? Um, you know, I'm I'm excited about some of the things that I can't talk about that are in our future. <laughs> we can talk about that. <laughs> and uh, I won't say anything. And. Uh, I just, you know, uh, even though I think that there is, there's lots to do in, you know, as you pointed out, a very challenging market overall, just a, it's a changing demographic. Uh, the worldwide economies, you know, are, they, they certainly uh, cause concern on multiple mm-hmm. different fronts, right? So, so we're in very interesting times. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, um, you know, from day one coming on board with many, I mean, I know Certainly, the U.S. team, and obviously, as head of the Americas, I interact with you know Brazil and Canada and Mexico and so on. And we got some really, really passionate teams and some very passionate dealers. So I'm excited about kind of coming in and and leading the brand and kind of taking us one a little bit back to where we we mm-hmm. have been, but two kind of to that next step of kind of getting us getting us in that mode where there's more people that are like, hey, you know what, I. I maybe hadn't considered many, but but now I'm thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Or you know, I used to be into many, and uh, somewhere along the line, they must have you know thought you know I don't want to have as much fun anymore, or something like that. Yeah. Well, I want to get people back in the mode where you know they're coming to us because uh, they do want to have some fun. They've, they've got that passion for driving. And, yeah. Yeah. So. 
So, I think it's going to be cool. Next phase is. Yeah, and I think and I, one thing I missed, and I'll make my real true last question. Yeah. MTTS, many Texas states. Yes, we're excited about that. Well, we're excited about two things, actually. Yeah. So the first one, since we're, you know, in the, in the heart of Spartanburg at the moment, um, we're excited to make sure uh, that we truly have many performance driving school mm-hmm. available here in the East Coast. Mm-hmm. So we'll be bringing that to Spartanburg, and, and I think that's going to be awesome. We've had it out in Thermal, California. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's really important to make sure we've got kind of coast to coast covered. So for people that want to get in and really put the cars to the paces, yeah. kind of like you had a, an opportunity to do, but uh, but then also to apply that with you know the learning environment. How, mm-hmm. how do you how do you improve your, your driving and, and all the characteristics mm-hmm. and such? That I think is um, got to be really cool. And he takes the states. That was one thing when I came on board. I know it was all kind of. Uh, blog questions and yeah. there's all kind of fervor going on there. That, yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, I heard they're canceling that or it's not going to happen. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you, I'm, I'm a firm believer that um, with with the community aspect of the brand, mm-hmm. that is that's one of the core things that you know we've got that a lot of other brands do not have is that that platform or that way to engage with our owners because mm-hmm. um, it is it's kind of like a it's like a gathering of friends. Um, we're, we definitely want to look back on what we've done over the last 10 years or so and to see, okay, how do we make this next one? Um, you know, we got to consider what parts of the country that we've covered. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, we got to make sure that it is fun as hell and, yeah. uh, and it's definitely focused on the drive and such. So I'm, I'm excited that we're, we're bringing that back next July. That'd be awesome. And, um, I know my family's excited too, so, uh, we'll probably be... I've definitely seen all over the place and that. So, uh, yeah. Cool. Fun. Well, thank fun. you for your time. I appreciate you it. You betcha. Thanks this for the great. time as well. Yeah. Excited for what's next now. Cool. Great. All right. Cheers. Cheers.